you click play. This is your host, Advice from Hannah, and I want to welcome you to the Advice from Hannah show. On this week's episode, season one, number 34, we're celebrating entrepreneurship with Victoria Marshman, the co-founder of City Moguls. But before we jump into this episode, I actually want to take a moment to thank our media sponsor, The Wolf Co., which is an online community and academy for entrepreneurs to learn how to build and market their brands through social and digital media. All courses and workshops within The Wolf Academy are taught, led, and created by fellow entrepreneurs, influencers, and subject matter experts. This is where the no-fluff policy comes into play, and we love it. Tired of spending your time and money on events and courses that didn't lead to actionable tactics? Check out The Wolf Co. For just $1.99 a year, you get access to all their courses and workshops. That's The Wolf, W-O-L-F-E Co. Let's jump right into this episode, shall we? from Hannah show I am actually humbled excited and super pumped for our guest Victoria the founder of City Moguls she is an entrepreneur she does really cool stuff and I don't want to talk about her because we have her on the line Victoria welcome (laughs) thank you so much Hannah I'm so pumped to be here super excited I keep telling you guys the power of networking if you guys are in rooms and you see somebody that you can collaborate with say hi um Victoria, I actually want to start off the interview by giving you the floor and let everybody know who you are. What is City Moguls? How did it get started? If you're in Toronto, I want you guys to listen closely. Yeah, so um, my name is Victoria. I'm actually one of the co-founders. There's three of us of City Moguls. Um, We're a platform for entrepreneurs to connect. And our our ultimate goal is uh, really to celebrate entrepreneurship through the signature events that we do. So we do a runway show. Um, that's coming up really soon and we choose Toronto's top entrepreneurs that walk the runway and um, that's an amazing night 600 people usually come out um, great networking and just like the best group of humans in the world and we also do a speaker series called talk the walk which is a little bit more of an intimate opportunity to connect with um, the entrepreneurs that we feature our moguls and we talk about relevant topics in entrepreneurship so that's kind of like the big gist of city moguls there is a lot more to it i'm sure we'll get into the nitty-gritty but um yeah that's uh, my baby that's your baby and you're <laughs> holding it and you're showing it off to the world and i congratulate <laughs> you for everything that you do it's it's pretty astonishing if you guys I'll, I'll definitely link everything in the bio and you guys i won't shut up about this for weeks so <laughs> you guys are gonna be listening to it I have to ask you, you mentioned city moguls, entrepreneurship, networking. Yep. How did this start? Like who, who influenced this journey? Like, did you just wake up one day and you're like, mm, I'm going to be great. Or <laughs> <laughs> I definitely didn't do that. That's taken a lot of years to figure out and still try to figure it out. But, um, myself and my co-founders, uh, Danny and Monica, we all grew up, uh, dancing. 
So that's kind of our connection. Um, we all come from competitive dance studios in the Toronto area. So I don't know if you guys out there are familiar with dance, but it's a very intense sport. Um, takes a lot of commitment and dedication to become a really strong dancer. And we all continued it into our university years. And that's actually where I met uh, my best friend now and co-founder Danny. We met on the a dance team at the University of Toronto, we were co-captains. So that was kind of our first um, opportunity where we really realized we loved working together, number one. Um, we were just on like the same, same wavelength of life and we had this connection and we really both wanted to do something where we gave back. So this event, actually, City Moguls, has a predecessor. Um, we started this event in university called Raise the Rhythm, and it was an event that really celebrated the arts because we all came from this, like, dancey, artsy background, and uh, we really felt that the arts community was undervalued in Canada, so we really wanted to bring, you know, amazing artists together to raise funds for charity. And the first time we did the event... I think we were like 19 years old and it was like wildly successful. We raised like $10,000 for the charity and like 250 people came to the event and we just were so amazed with the impact and the amazing things that happened when we brought people together for an event, especially when we were supporting a charity that we were like, that was kind of like the launch pad of what is now City Moguls. So, yeah, that was about eight years ago. So it's evolved significantly over the last eight years. But that was kind of the starting point. That is phenomenal. I yes. was actually while you were talking, my mind was racing. And your first event at 19 had 250 people. Yeah, it was crazy. I just, I, I think even back then I was really good with like having no shame. Like I, I just brought it up in every conversation and I was, and I know I'm in events now, but I was actually a pre-med student. Oh my. So I honestly thought, I thought science was really cool, like secretly an undercover nerd in this body. But I, I remember just going to even my chemistry classes and being like, guys, I'm doing this event. Like you all need to be there. We're raising money for charity. If you're not there, I'm going to be really upset. And lo and behold, we got 250 people to show up. <laughs> I'm laughing right now because that is so me. <laughs> you need to be here because I'm going to be there. You could take a selfie with me. <laughs> like my selfies are worth anything for now. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> but that was insane. The 250 yeah. people that, you know, some people can't even get 10 people in a room. By yeah. <laughs> It's seriously, I, I, I will tell you, and like this, I feel like hope transfers for everybody, like in whatever business they're in. If you really have like a wholehearted mission of like doing something good for the community, whether it's sharing your knowledge or like raising funds for a charity, I, you, there's so much more to back the ask whether like it just makes it so much easier to make that ask for for from a person so i I've, that really for me has led like every decision i've made in my entrepreneurial career i don't want to do anything unless i'm giving back because 
it's our, it's our duty as humans to help other humans. So I felt that I felt that it is our duty, especially because I, I find that we live in North America and we're very privileged as opposed to somebody from the other side of the world or heck three blocks down from you. Um, they could be living a whole different story than you. And, and if we don't extend our hand out, how will they reach? Um, totally. Totally. Yeah. I see. Absolutely. I see that you're on. I did a little research, which is something uh-huh. I don't like to do. I really <laughs> don't. But then I was like, oh, my God, I can't, I have to do her justice. Um, so on your website, I read one page and I got connect, inspire and motivate. Yes. Those are our words. Those are the words. <laughs> little research I got the concept what does connect mean to you hmm I think connection for for me personally is is you know being human I think it is the most human instinct is to connect with one another and I feel especially nowadays you know, we have these amazing devices in our hands at all times, which make connection really easy. But I often feel that those connections and being on social media is great, but also very high level and surface, like on the surface. So I think that's one of the words that I'm the most <laughs> ironically connected to, because I, I think, you know, being in events it's my duty to genuinely connect people so um with all of the events that I do I really try to create a space that fosters that genuine connection with other humans or aliens you know like aliens are cool too (laughs) I was just gonna say that (laughs) the aliens that's so funny that you said aliens but do you think that the connect, the word connect meaning so much to you because you were a dancer and with your involvement with music? I find that they both like music connects you to a, a shape or form and then you downloaded it through dance. And now you're doing it with people again. Do you find that's like a link? 100%. I think it is an artist like, sorry, I'll start that again. Um I think for an artist, one of the foundations of being great at your artwork is like being able to connect with people in without words. So for a dancer, it's through movement and expression. And for um, an artist, it's through their craft, their painting, their music. So um, I definitely think it's like an artistic an art- artist quality is to be able to connect with people. So yeah, I've never really thought of it, but maybe maybe that's where it all stems from is my my dancer heart wanting the world just to be able to connect with me through <laughs> my my movement. Absolutely. I that's what I humbly think it is yeah. for you because I I think of myself as an artist and it's funny because I I seem to connect a lot lately with people that are artists but their craft isn't necessarily on paper or in words. It's in their actions. Right. Um, and you're definitely one of those people. The yeah. Ne- right? <laughs> right. You're totally right. I get it. I'm starting to get, I'm, I'm woke today. You're getting me on a good day. Getting me yeah, on a good day. yeah. The artsy fartsy is coming together. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The following word is inspire. 
what does inspire mean to you? I know like some people connect inspiring with like actual like tangible items. Uh, what does inspire mean to you? I had to really think about this because, you know, I think you can be inspired on the regular just by seeing like small act of kindness, kindness, or let me say that again. <laughs> um, I think my connection to the word inspire comes from, you know, the simple things in day to day. I think because I spend so much time with all of these amazing entrepreneurs, I'm like on like another wavelength of inspiration because I'm just lucky to be surrounded by inspiring people. But I think for me personally, what inspires me the, more, the most, and I this is probably just the eternal optimist in me, is just like the day to day kindness and human qualities that I see like Toronto's a big city like for all of you that are from Toronto like there's a lot going on here it's super busy like there's a lot of night not nice people especially at rush hour but I just love seeing those moments I take the King Street car every single day to work and I love seeing those moments where like I'll see someone like help a, a mother like get their their child stroller out of this streetcar or like when someone just like makes eye contact with me and and smirks on this streetcar I don't know why but I'm always like very inspired by like those like small human acts of like acknowledgement and kindness and I guess that also ties with like connection too yeah definitely it ties with the art of things I think humans are fascinating um just how they like they act they speak the things they do how mm-hmm. they react to situations. So I can definitely see how the street card especially gives like you're downtown, you're in the core of like the financial, the arts, the everything industries. So yeah. you you see a lot. You see a all lot. the all the people watching. All the cool people <laughs> watching. That's the spot. We we should go people watching together. <laughs> yeah, Definitely. let's be like those old ladies and just find a Find a bench uh, in the beaches and just watch people. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Done. We'll do it up. I Now you're accountable. Now everybody's yeah. heard you. <laughs> yeah. Before it starts snowing, which could be next week. It probably will happen next week. It's going to happen next week. Any day now. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, what happened to summer or what? I don't know if I should wear my, you know, jacket or my boots or my sandals but wear my sandals and wear a jacket I don't know (laughs) it's the life of us struggling Torontonians it's okay people watching watching with Victoria the segment I'm ready for it in in our in our Uggs and our summer dresses (laughs) (laughs) because we're not quite sure what's gonna happen what are you gonna (laughs) I never understood why people would wear like like the hoodies and shorts until probably about three years ago when I ended up doing it myself. I'm like, oh, I yeah, right. Now. <laughs> I think when you get older, you just get colder. I don't know if like you just don't feel cold when you're younger and like more alive. I don't know what's going on. I feel like every year I get a little like my hands and feet are feel colder and I'm maybe I should just go get like my circulation checked out or something. If anyone out there has suggestions for having warmer feet and hands please let me know (laughs) hit her up (laughs) (laughs) yeah please 
we need to know what's going on no i, I definitely think it's an age thing that in like my lower back the end uh, mm. <laughs> what's going on there no idea the yeah. word motivate also comes into play how does how does that tie in with you how how do you feel you you motivate and how does the word motivation relate to you in in city moguls yes i mean well with city moguls the entrepreneurs that we feature um obviously like we go through um rigorous criteria to really select our moguls like this year we have had over 300 nominations of entrepreneurs in Toronto. I know, crazy. There's so many amazing people out there. And uh, we have to get the list down to 20. So we we um, we lead on our uh, our uh, we have an amazing group of volunteers who make up our committee. And we also have a trusted advisory board. So they actually review all of our uh, local nominations and help us narrow down the list. And then we reach out to them. But uh, yeah, that's just a little bit. And if anyone was wondering how we choose our entrepreneurs, but I mean, these people's stories, oh my God, we, we were just on a shoot day with all of the moguls uh, where we like learn a little bit more about them on camera and we feature that content um, at the runway show on November 7th. And uh, it's just every single entrepreneur that we're working with is also doing something in their community. They work with a charity or they're volunteering in their neighborhoods, like I think for me, that is the most motivating thing that it is my duty to keep finding these entrepreneurs and celebrating them and helping bringing awareness to the incredible work that they're doing to build in our communities. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, I'm so lucky that I've, you know, been been able to surround myself with these people all the time because it's just they 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 are definitely what's keeping me motivated to keep doing this that sounds so beautiful that's so beautiful that you get to be around people like that all day and Mm -hmm. all the time it definitely heightens your sense of ability to like recognize certain things and and kind of recognize when something's going wrong in somebody's life like i feel like when you're around motivated people like you can pick that up even faster Um, totally yes girl (laughs) i call Mm -hmm. it being woke but um, (laughs) being woke Yes, I love it. <laughs> You're woke, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I say that so much. I'm like, oh, wait, I have to be woke at this moment. Is it yes. you or is it really you? Um, right. What's the problem yeah, I here? Like I've heard this a lot on um, like some of the podcasts I've been listening to lately. It's you have to shut off the the monkey brain, like the brain that has like 30 thoughts going on in it is like, I got to do this. Oh my God, I got to make lunch. Oh my God. Like all the little voices in your head, you got to shut it off and just like, be like, this is what's going on right now in front of me. This is amazing. You do need to do that. I call it uh, tapping into like little Hannah. (laughs) Little Hannah. Oh, that's, that's cute. And then you can think of like a mini version of yourself like in your brain right so then she's like five years old but like she's like i talk about her all the time um but it's like a it's like the younger version of me at five (laughs) and remember when you were five years old your attention span yes three seconds three seconds that's literally me like i would only folk like i'd be like reading one book 
or I'd be listening to music or I would be, you know, it was only one thing at a time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I definitely try to tap in. You have a little Victoria. We all do. We're like all little. I see humans as children and we're all just playing together. I I totally hear you. I am. I Well, I know I'm 100% a child because, well, I still teach dance to kids. So I, I do that on the side and that's how, that's like how I, how I stay current. They, they keep me like in the know of what's cool, um, but secretly like a closeted, like huge Disney fan. Like I've seen the Lion King like three times already, the new one. <laughs> I haven't gone to see it. I'm such a loser. I'm actually the biggest. Okay. Ooh. Okay. So, what was your favorite Disney film? <laughs> okay. Well, this is the the hardest question you'll ever ask me because I'm just such a Disney fan. But I would have to say probably Snow White because I thought I was her. <laughs> Fully convinced I was Snow White. But in terms of like like quality of movie i think aladdin is my favorite you're totally snow white oh my god now you're snow now that's what i'm gonna call you forever (laughs) but that was just like my my five-year-old ego and me being like it's i i have fair skin like her and i'm lost in the woods i i my parent i was an only child so my parents would find me like outside in like my own enchanted forest putting me like playing with my own little seven dwarfs, they were like, what are we going to do with this child? So they put me in dance. So (laughs) you were an only child. Me too. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. And we turned out okay. Right. Who needs siblings? (laughs) Right. I I think you do. I think they teach you something, but we turned out okay. We were fine. What? I, I would just like sit all my dolls in a in a row and like talk to them all the time, right? Surprise, surprise! Look what I'm yeah, doing. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> and I'm sure like the other only children out there can agree. Like you really have an elaborate imagination, and that stays with you. That doesn't go away. No, no, for yeah. sure, for sure. And it's I I find them so special. Like whenever I see an only child, I'm just like, oh my god, hi! And like I pay so much attention to them because I yeah. get it. <laughs> yeah. I get it. Yeah, you're like, you get me. I get you. Yeah. I have a question for you. Did you you have a tough time sharing growing up? Like, if you had friends over, was it hard for you to share your toys with them? I hate sharing. (laughs) Till this day. I don't like sharing anything. Oh, my God. No. I hate sharing. Whose idea was this? Sharing is not caring. I, I, oh man, I like wish I could show you this video, but there's a video of me at like three years old at Christmas time, like with my cousins and we're all opening up gifts. And one of my cousins goes to like reach for my like new Barbie toy or whatever. And like, I lost my shit. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that word, but like, like the, the meltdown I had, oh my God. But I think I've outgrown it. I think I like to share things now. Hopefully. No, I don't. My boyfriend might disagree, but I think I do. I mean, my truth. I know I don't. I. <laughs> it's not. My husband can attest to this. We've been together for like a decade now. And literally two months ago, I bought McDonald's and we were going to visit somebody. And I was going to go upstairs to the house. 
Like, I visit this person all the time. So yeah. I was going to go upstairs with the McDonald's, and he looks at me. He's like, you'll never stop being an only child, will you? I'm like, what? He goes, you bought McDonald's for yourself. You didn't ask me or anybody in that house that we're going to if they'd like McDonald's. <laughs> and now you want to go eat McDonald's in front of their faces. I'm like, <laughs> oh, man. Well, sharing food is a whole other story. I If people ask me to share my food with them, I'm like, what are you no absolutely not like that's just an there's no negotiation there none i love this <laughs> i i i'm gonna text you next time i'm like look she she says it's okay it's horrible like, sharing space your husband will not like me very much but that's okay <laughs> he's learned to live he's learned to live he's a middle child so he didn't get any attention anyways oh so. <laughs> i know they're special though they're special um, they, they're used to no attention, but they give a lot. So like, we're good. We're good. It all works go. out. I have to go. ask you, what yes. does a day in a life of Victoria look like? And how do you remain accountable? Like you just, everybody that I interview seems to have like 700 jobs. And yes. you're, you're another one of them. So how, how does a day look like for you? Oh my God. Well, I, so city moguls is, you know, the baby, but I actually am also the co-founder of Stratus Events, which is, um, I co-founded that with my, my Danny, who I also work with on City Moguls, but we, um, do event planning and production for clients and companies, corporate stuff, galas, all of that. So we're kind of split 50, 50 between Stratus Events and City Moguls. So wear all the hats like all great entrepreneurs, I guess. But um, a day in the life. Well, I am very, very, very passionate about having a morning routine. Um, I actually wrote a blog post about it. So if you want me to share that with you, I would love to. Ooh, please. Um, what's the blog post? What's What's the website? Where can they find it? <laughs> Um, if you go to stratusevents.ca, uh, if you look on our blog, it's like the second or third, um, post, but it talks about my morning routine. Um, I definitely am a morning person, which I, I, I know is, you know, not a lot of people are, but I love my mornings and, um, I'm actually going to be trying out something new in the next few weeks. Have you ever heard of billion dollar morning? No. Okay. So you guys got to look it up. Um, there's different variations of it, but basically for like entrepreneurs or anyone who's trying to like start their own thing, we know that like we don't get a lot of time for ourselves. So this billion dollar morning routine kind of like gives you like your morning to just be for you before you like get into your work and your hustle. Um, so <laughs> the wake up time is 5 a.m. And then you exercise at 5.30. And then you meditate at 6. And then you read at 6.30. And then you have your breakfast at 7 a.m. And then bada boom, bada bing, you go to work at 8. Dude, <laughs> let me know how that goes. That? <laughs> let me know how that goes for you. <laughs> <laughs> I might... I might shift the wake up time to 6 a.m. 5 a.m. seems a little scary. <laughs> but if the billionaires are doing it, I got to try it. I mean, I'm not trying to be a billionaire, but like they, they obviously are know what they're doing. They're successful. 
try it out. Let us know. Hopefully by the time this airs, you'll probably have done it. So I might give a little update to everyone to see how it's going. Um, you know what? Yeah, this... if, if any of you out there want to try it with me, like I'm all about motivating each other. So just <laughs> hit me up. We'll we'll try it together. I dude, I can't. I'm out. I'm out before You're sunny. Out? <laughs> I think I my best ideas come after 9 p.m. Ah, I'm so the opposite. I'm the opposite. Mornings all the all the way. I can't. I I have yet to do a single podcast interview before 5 p.m. <laughs> that's that's amazing. Well, that's what's wonderful about us people. We all work we all work differently. I'll try yeah. I'll try it out. I'll try it out. You know what? Cuz me the, my whole thing with the morning is because I can't turn off before 11 p.m. If I were to wake up at 5, what kind of monster would I be? <laughs> you don't know until you try, I guess. I think we have to make you try, Hannah. I think it's time. It's time. I, I shift to the light side of things. Dun, dun, dun. Um, <laughs> I love, yeah. You need to come back. <laughs> yeah, there we go. We'll, we'll, we'll do a little follow-up. We'll do I, a follow-up. I'll, who, who knows? Maybe maybe the 5 a.m.s will be like, maybe it'll turn into 4 a.m.s. Who knows? <laughs> you know what? I will give you one thing. I I don't know if you're into politics, and I, by all means, I don't, I don't like to talk about them. But mm-hmm. Bill Clinton, when he was president, he woke up at 4 a.m. There you go. So, See? Bill, if okay. Bill's doing it. I could do it, too. Yeah. I'll try it out. I'll try it out for a couple of days, and I'll, I'll let you guys know how this 5 a.m. Because I do want to be a billionaire, so maybe it's something that I, <laughs> I need to try Yeah, well, out. then you don't have a choice. No, I don't. That's yeah, it. No. That's it. We're, we're going to get you on it. Yeah, so that's my that's that's the goal for the morning routine. But, again, I'll share – I'll make sure you guys get my blog post on my morning routine because um, it's been a big uh, reason for my success, I feel. Um, but you know, being in events, honestly, every day is completely different for me, which is what, why I love it. Um, you know, when I'm leading up to events, sometimes I'm just prepping and it's a lot of computer work calls and meetings, but when we're actually on event day and executing, um, I'm very like in like on mode and, you know, just putting out fires and, on event day, my my middle name is troubleshooting. <laughs> you know, just like I, my sole job is just making sure everything goes flawlessly and according to uh, according to plan. I love it. This is what only yeah. children do. We make sure everything happens on our time when it needs to happen and the way it needs to happen. Um, I I guess I guess the only child thing is really like it really does shape you. I think. I, I mean, anybody's upbringing. It does. I feel like it's it's key for everything, especially because hearing you, I feel like I'm hearing me. So <laughs> I hear a lot of similarities because when the the events that I've I've helped assist put on and things like that, when mm-hmm. it's event day, I'm like everywhere. I need my hands yeah. to be everywhere. Like I you have to, to be. You yeah. have to be. One of our clients is um, for Stratus Events is Toronto Fashion Week. Um, we produce that twice a year with the team, and I oversee all, all of the volunteers, and there's 150 of them. So I literally have to be in, like, 
30 places at all times. But thankfully, I've built out a great team of like leads and stuff who support me. But yeah, you got to be everywhere just making sure everything's going okay. If you don't see it, then who will? It's it's important and it's it gives you like a high, a certain buzz that keeps mm-hmm. you moving. So we've got the 5 a.m. club and <laughs> <laughs> being everywhere as much as you can be. But in order for you to be everywhere the day of something, you need to plan accordingly and execute. Yes. Like a boss. Month. Yes. Excel, Excel is my best friend. We are BFFs. That is that is the reason I am organized. Excel all is. The, <laughs> sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I said all all the Google Drive and Excel sheets, all the Google Drive folders. <laughs> <laughs> They're all your friends. They're yeah. all your friends. I can totally see it. I can. Yeah. I just picture you going, and I love you, and you, and you, <laughs> and mm, I need to fix you. But you <laughs> you up. My OCD says you're not organized enough, but we'll get there. It's a work in progress. Since you touched upon City Mogul, the runway show, it's kind of like the event of the year for for you and for a lot of people in the city. Mm-hmm. Let us know just a bit more about that. When is it? Where is it? How can we get tickets? Yes, yes. So it is coming up quickly and tickets are selling crazy fast. So um, it's a, it's really built out to be our signature event. Uh, we have 20 amazing entrepreneurs walking the runway in support of Covenant House Toronto. So all of our proceeds from this year's event is going to be going specifically to their mental health programming services for their youth. I think this is, you know, one of the most relevant topics nowadays. We all suffer at some point in our lives with our own mental health issues. Um, and I think especially supporting this in our youth is so critical. So we're really, really excited to be supporting this cause and bringing awareness to it. Um, yeah, we are anticipating over 600 people to attend this year. So it is going to be a party. Fun. That sounds mm-hmm. amazing. What's the uh, website or, or the site that tickets can be found? Yeah, you can guys can go to www.citymoguls.com. Um, tickets are available on Universe, but you'll find like all the links there and everything. Beauty. Yeah. I can't wait to see. I'm actually away that week, so I'm not able to assist. So I need somebody from the Advice from Hannah podcast platform to go for me. Yeah, we need to get one of your peeps. One of your we need we need all of them. All of come. them. <laughs> all of you guys I need to show there's a brother <laughs> I know I feel like they're family I do yeah there you go your sisters and brothers they, you don't all, have, yeah you don't have siblings so I have virtual ones <laughs> you have virtual ones that's phenomenal yeah. so it is it's, which date November 7th correct Thursday November 7th at the Toronto Event Center it's a uh, space on the exhibition grounds um, and the show starts at seven. We do a nice little cocktail hour with open bar and lots of food stations and great activations. And then the runway show lasts about an hour, you know, coming from a dance background, prepare yourselves for the level of entertainment. It's super fun. We have dance music, cool acts, all tying in the cause of bringing awareness on Covenant House and 
then of course our amazing moguls and then we do a huge after party which is really when you can connect with a lot of other young professionals and entrepreneurs that sounds amazing in 2020 you will have me there because i'll make sure i don't fly out anywhere yeah i'm giving you the date now put it in put it in (laughs) (laughs) let me know let me know i will definitely be there i'm when i say i'm going somewhere i i go (laughs) it's definitely something i don't want to miss out and just before we go i ask this question to every single guest and it's if you saw 20 year old victoria walking down the street what advice would you give her uh this question i love it let me think about this i would say to her um stop doing things for the for other people and start doing more things for yourself. Woo! How do you yeah. say that at the end of the podcast? <laughs> I love it. Stop doing things for other people and start doing them for themselves, for yourselves. Yeah, I think, I don't know about any of the people out there, but I think naturally being drawn to giving back, I, I was such I still am but I've always been like a very much like a yes person like I say yes to everything and anything people ask and I you know that empties your like bank account like your mental bank account very quickly and um, I've just learned to preserve myself a little more and uh, you know put put into myself before I give give things out to people that was, I felt that one. I did. Mm-hmm. And it's extremely important, especially when you're somebody that brings so much light and joy to the world. You get emptied out a lot. Yeah. And um, so it's important for you to replenish and say no when it needs to be a no. So if inside, say no, say no. <laughs> yeah, you know, and if you have like a clear idea of your goals, which I'm a huge advocate for goal setting and, you know, creating those vision boards, like if what someone's asking you doesn't align with those goals, like it's okay to say no. Like it's not contributing to what what you want to do in the world. I don't even know what to say. I feel like, <laughs> yeah. how are you going to say all of this at the end? <laughs> I just, I just, I just, uh, you know, I um, inherited my inner Buddha, I guess, for like two seconds there. I don't know what happened. <laughs> you became woke. You, th- I call that the Hannah effect. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Just, there you go. It just happened at the end. Mm, I know. <laughs> Isn't it fun? This has been super cool. I thank you so much, Victoria, for being on this platform. Thank Humbled. You for the opportunity. Thank you so much. I hope you guys enjoyed her as much as I did. And as always, this is your favorite host, Advice from Hannah, coming at you from Toronto, with Victoria from City Moguls on the other side. Toodles! Oh, oh. You're on. You're on. Oh, the dogs. Oh.